What's up, everybody, and welcome to ITG Daily, the show that brings you the hottest in gaming news each and every day. You can join us over at Inside the Game Official on our YouTube channel. Make sure you check out all the news breakouts and keep up to date with everything else we're working on, from live streams to reviews to some hot stuff coming up this week, Scott. It's a hot week over here at ITG. There's so much content dropping, it's going to be crazy. And, of course, you can hit us up over on Twitch and our website, InsideTheGame.ca. Scott, what are we talking about on today's show, though? Today we're going to talk about how the Nintendo Switch 2, or Super Switch, whatever it is, is likely coming in 2025, another mm. year away. Ugh. Helldivers 2 is getting some server updates, some much-needed server updates, mm-hmm. and the Crazy Taxi reboot has started to surface in the online discussion now. We're getting some weird rumors about it. Oh, man. We'll see what happens. Sega and their whole reboot stuff. Dude, it's still the classic for me, right? It's, it's the old-school Sega, uh, but... Dude, how was your weekend? What'd you play? It was a family weekend over here, so we had Monday off, which was kind of nice. A little bit of more relaxing. Yeah. So, what were you up to? I played a huge amount of Brotato. <laughs> I started beating the game, so I, I think I finally cracked the code, and now I've, I, it's hard to put it down. Um, I did put it down to play a game called A Little to the Left, and I have to highlight that because it was such a surprise to me. It's <laughs> I'm funny. really liking it. My, my son picked that up, too. Garrett was playing it as well. He's like, I said, dude, what are you doing today? He said, Dad, I'm playing this game called Little to Left. I went, really? So I'm like, Scott's playing that, too. He says, you liking it? He says, yeah, it's really actually, it's pretty cool. So he was enjoying that one. I played a whole lot of Predecessor, man. Like, it's that game, that in a review game I was working on. So, yeah, more and more Predecessor. You got you to gotta love it. What a, what a game. But, dude, let's get into it. today's show, Super Switch. Scott, rumors are going on that Nintendo Switch 2 is reportedly not launching this year. In fact, it's 2025 now. James Basher over at GamesIndustry.biz. The successor for the Nintendo Switch may not arrive until early next year. That's according to the anonymous sources behind various media reports, including Bloomberg, who claim Nintendo has been telling game publishers that its next console will not be on shelves by the end of 2024 as originally targeted. Some publishers, executives, are said to have been told Switch 2, or whatever Nintendo names it, <laughs> Super Switch, will not launch. The new Switch 2. <laughs> the new Super Switch. Man, the new know. Switch 2 XL. <laughs> <laughs> will, will not launch until March 2025th at the earliest, a full eight years after the original device made its debut. Wow, never confirmed for 2024. That's the other side of it. It was never actually officially confirmed, Scott, that we were getting this year. There was all rumors, speculations, and then inside details from leakers. And, uh, well, here we go. More leaks and more information. So take it all with a grain of salt at the end of the day. But still not even formally announced, Nintendo Switch successor was widely expected to arrive in 2024, most likely in time for the critical holiday shopping period at the end of the year. Nintendo's shares recently reached an all-time high, driven in part by the anticipation of Switch 2 and its announcement. However, Reuters reports that the reports of its potential 2025 launch window have led shares to drop as much as 8.8%, the biggest single-day decline since October 2021. There are wide industry implications, too. The market had been hoping for a boost in 2024 from the arrival of both Switch 2 and Grand Theft Auto 6, although the latter was confirmed for 2025 back in December. The Switch 2 reportedly not arriving until next year as well. The question of what drives growth through the games market in 2024 remains. Scott, there's a lot to dive into this, which then branches Mm -hmm. into 
other topics as well. But I'll let you, what are your thoughts? Switch to not this year, not until next year. Well, it is a little bit disappointing, I have to say, because Mm -hmm. the Switch has lived such a super long life that I really thought this would be the time for a Super Switch. But also, was it GDC last year or was it the Game Awards? I thought somebody had hands-on in in some sort of shady backroom kind of preview. (laughs) And I'm surprised that didn't really pan out into something more short-term. Yeah, I think that's where... It must have been really early on. Well, I think that's where the report started, right? It was like, hey... The people are seeing the Switch 2 behind closed doors. So, this means like we must be getting it somewhat soon. But you think about it, if they just saw it last... I think it was last year or year before. There's Man, it takes years to make a game. <laughs> like, like, you don't just pump out a game in a year. Oh, you see it today? Okay, cool. Well, you got a game for you next next year. That doesn't happen, right? There isn't a game yeah. alive that is made in a year anymore. So, those days are long gone. Things are definitely different nowadays. But it is interesting to see then 2025... So we come off of 2023 in such a great year for games. So many incredible games. Dude, we get into 2024 and we put our hands up and go, where'd they all go? Yeah. Like, what <laughs> do we have? Early on in the year, it feels like, but... Yeah, yeah. We I'm had wondering, some... what's gonna... Sorry, what's gonna come out of Nintendo is what I'm thinking. It's been a while since they've had their absolute banger. Tears yeah. of the Kingdom, of course, made rounds, but I'm wondering what comes next for Nintendo. And we're going to hopefully get an answer on that shortly as uh, there is a partner direct happening tomorrow morning at but, about nine o'clock Eastern. We're going to know what kind of some of the secondary parties, some of the uh, third party development studios are going to be doing for the switch. Yeah. And I suspect we won't see anything about switch Two. I no. think it's going to be awkwardly ignored. Well, I think <laughs> I don't think we see much of anything when we getting partner direct. That means when that's no first party stuff, right? They're not good. What do we get out of Nintendo this year? Is the thing I remember mm-hmm. hitting the life Pokemon. cycle, dude. Oh, no, not um, for me. The Pokemon is, um, oh, I'm on high alert right now, <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely. Thanks to Power World, and <laughs> we are going to learn more about Pokemon actually in a Pokemon Presents Direct, which is happening on February 27th. So we'll have an answer shortly on that. Which is great. Pocket pair will have a hand in the development of the next one. <laughs> Which is great if you're into Pokemon, but if you're not into Pokemon and you're a Nintendo fan, what else are you playing? Right? Yeah. Where there's Princess Peach, she's getting a game this year. Donkey Kong, Mario vs. Donkey Kong is coming out. Like there's if it's not already out. And there's a bunch of others. I think it is out, yeah. So like there's a couple games, but it's still early in the year. Man, it's February. So like this is dude, here's the thing. As I mentioned, right? Last year, fantastic. This year, PlayStation, nothing. Nintendo, nothing. Dude, GTA, not till next year. Uh, this is the time for Xbox to shine. Give us good, solid games. I think this is the pivotal moment for Xbox to really take over. Now, we do know, maybe, here's the thing, the partner direct tomorrow. Dude, do we see Hi-Fi Rush there? That's that's what everybody's thinking. Is right? this going to be the part where <clears throat> now they can actually take the announcement and do it themselves? This will be the time where we get some of those questions answered. Yeah. Is it Pentiment? Is it Hi-Fi? I think it's Hi-Fi first. If I'm going <laughs> to put my my uh, yep no prediction I think, out there, but absolutely. But it is now, man. We're in for a scarce year. We have four games coming out of Xbox. Four. Uh, there's more than four months in a year, Scott. So, who yeah. picks up the slack then? In this case, like you take a look at the at the end of the day, Naughty Dog busy on something else. Like the whole PlayStation world right now are busy doing other things. I think next year PlayStation is in for a banger of a year. 
I think we're going to get some pretty cool announcements. I wonder if we start to see announcements trickle out at the end of the year to build up for 2025. But then you take a look at Nintendo. Man, there's nothing really... Like, okay. What are Why? they working on over there? Well, that's another Mario game. <laughs> what about Donkey Kong? Man, when's Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong get Country? Home? Yeah, give me another... It's been so long. Tropical Freeze is like long gone. Like long, yeah, it was long gone. So 2014, 2015 or something. That was a super long time. Maybe even before that. Yeah. It was on Wii U. Dude, it was a, yeah. Well, and then they brought it over to the Switch, right? Because I have it on the Switch. So that was like okay, a port I thought over. I'd there. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, Donkey Kong now is in Mario vs. Donkey Kong? Really? I just want give me the, the Kong. Come on, let's go. Give me Star the Kong. Star Fox. Oh. Where's Star Fox at now? There's so many yeah. different um, F-Zero. Well, that'll come back in a Battle Royale mode or something. But I'm wondering, what is Nintendo first party cooking on? We're not going to get those answers tomorrow. But Metroid 4. I'm, oh, Metroid Prime 4 has been teased since right? 2018. Dude, what if it's Holy a launch shit. title for Switch 2? So here's the thing. I think if that's you're, likely. If you're over at Nintendo and you go, okay, Switch 2, we're ready to go. It's probably almost finished if i'm guessing right at this point it's been in development for a very very long very 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 long time scott like this is we're eight years on the switch dude this thing is exhausted it's like dragging my grandma out to come and play this is this is, <laughs> this is painful at this point i think they're gonna have an okay year but i think our games industry this year is actually kind of fall off compared to 2023 and i figured man coming in 2023 everything's firing on all cylinders we got some of the best games we played in a very long time and it was on the, every month i felt like there's just man how do we keep oh. up right we were talking about it here on the team yo we got this 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 and this this month and then next an month is this 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 and that like there, dude there's always something we were scrambling because we're a small team of only four people here so to get all that coverage we're man it was like on overtime but it was a hell of a year it was a blast to do such a thing and then you come into 2024, and I'm like, okay, <clears throat> hmm, what are we playing this month, guys? <laughs> right? A lot of that was unsustainable, <laughs> though. A lot of it does make sense. There's a huge amount of expansion. There was inevitable uh, shrink that was going to happen, but the layoffs, I'm game. still looking forward to 2025 now when everything seems to bounce back. Let's really hope so. So what is what does what Nintendo launch with the Super Switch or Switch 2, whatever they decide to call it? What's mm, their launch I think lineup it, look like? I would love to see another two-dimensional Zelda game uh -huh. alongside with that. There was a return to two-dimensional uh, Metroid, but Metroid Prime really has to be the one. That really has to be the seller. Do we get another Mario Odyssey game? That would also be a really good idea. So <laughs> here's me. Here's here's my my prediction. We we get the announcement of the Switch 2. Here's the Switch 2. This is what it can do, blah, blah, blah. Here's a couple of games you're going to see, yada, yada, yada. Here's a new place to play Mario Kart 8. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Yeah. So then, then they go, okay, here's our launch lineup. Metroid Prime 4. Mario, the new newest 3D Mario experience. And a Zelda title of some sort, right? I think, dude, you come out with those three alone, that's it. That's all Nintendo fans need, right? And I think we're set. And if you throw me a little Donkey Kong love, I, I appreciate <laughs> that too. So, but man, uh, next year, not this year. Disappointing because we've seen such a long life cycle for the Switch that we're really hoping to see something this year. But at the end of the day, man, everything's getting pushed over to 2025. But 2025, 
is going to feel like a 2023 year and there's going to be a ton of games and watch out switch 2 may be coming but so is gta 6. Scott, the super success of Helldivers 2 seems to be the super problem for Arrowhead as well, as server errors just keep popping up left, right, and center. <laughs> Let's get into it. Here's what's coming down the pipeline. Helldivers 2 help is coming. Updates focus on fixing login, matchmaking, and server load problems. And you track over PC Gamer. If you've been struggling to get into Helldivers 2, dude, I went to play the other day and I got hit with an error right off the hop. You're gonna have to wait. Servers yeah. are loaded. I was like, "Oh man, now what?" Are I we couldn't go play to? last night. <laughs> I, well, this is funny. This gives me the opportunity to mention I was playing or trying to play last night, and I couldn't log in. And after maybe ten minutes of that cycling, just not logging me in, I decided to play another game on Xbox. <laughs> Take that, <laughs> Hell Divers. <laughs> I don't think they care, Scott. You can at least nope. take some <laughs> small measure of comfort in knowing you're not alone. Servers are crushed. Matchmaking isn't working properly, and some clever diehards are trying to avoid the queue issues by simply staying logged in overnight, Scott. A strategy... That's cheating. Oh, man, that is bad. Yeah, a strategy enabled by the lack of an AFK timer. Dude, I can't believe there isn't something there just to kick you off the servers. <clears throat> like, how... Yeah, I don't... I Ow. didn't think an online game existed or could exist without some sort of a server check kicking everybody off. And I thought that yeah. was just standard server side. Dude, so obviously I wanted it or not. I play a lot of predecessor, uh, to say the least. I'm close to 70 hours now at this point on, on PlayStation. <laughs> so <laughs> if I stand there too long, it comes up. Your teammates need you. And dude, that can lead to problems, right? Like if, if like there's a warning comes in, yeah. but there's other games too that just kick you right out. Hey, GTA, dude, you go to GTA Online, you go absent, booted. Red Dead Online, booted. Like, you can't just linger. And people are yeah. doing that here. But developer Arrowhead Studios cap capped the concurrent player count at 450,000 over the weekend in order to help alleviate the worst of the troubles. Dude, what a problem to have. I'm sorry, guys. We have 450,000 <laughs> people playing right now. You're going to have to wait. <laughs> Wow. Well, I do want to point out there was a lot of anger directed towards oh. um, the CEO of the company on Twitter, and he's had a very funny response that I would like to share. Um, somebody has asked, how does this happen? Basically, they're just voicing their frustration. There's not enough servers. How could you not foresee this? Just buy more servers. And it turns out <laughs> that buying more servers is not the technical solution. Um, <laughs> Palstet <clears throat> replied, yes. Good idea. I will sit behind my engineers and ask them, are we there yet? <laughs> In regards to these fixes, his idea was that they don't need any more pressure from the CEO and everybody else on their back right now. They know what's important and they're getting that work done. And that was something that's a little bit um, relieving to see. I get it when you bought a game and you can't play. Dude, I've done mm. it. It's frustrating. It is very, very frustrating. But guess who also is frustrated? The dev team. When they're getting bombarded <laughs> by stupid comments that don't know game design at all. Right? Like, let them do their job. Just leave them alone. They'll get to it. They're working on it. Because why do they want to work on it? Because the more people that are playing the game, the more money they make. It's that mm -hmm. simple. Right? The last thing you want to do is go, hey, you can't play. Which then somebody loses out. And then somebody then moves on to something else. Right now, Helldivers is at an all-time high. 
dude, the more people they have played, the better. Because that just pushes the conversation for them forward. All of a sudden, now, I can't play, you can't play. That means we're playing something else. Mm -hmm. Which is not mm -hmm. good for Arrowhead. That's how I discovered a little to the left, and that does not benefit Arrowhead at all. <clears throat> exactly. Um, Palstead, again, I want to highlight, Palstead has actually said to uh, one person in particular, mm. who is complaining, oh, I can't get in, I just spent this money. Other people saying, well, should I buy the game? And Palstead actually said, hold off for now. It was a little bit more of a reason to take. I want you to play the game, but it'll be there when the servers are ready to support you. And I thought that was just a mature take. I like seeing that honesty come from a CEO of a company. Yeah. It's rare these days. It is, man, it is very rare these days. But it is cool to see that, hey, yeah, you know what? Just hold off. Wait, let's get the servers fixed and then jump in. Man, here's the problem. If people aren't jumping in now, are you still going to be jumping in three months from now? I don't know. Mm. Right? I don't know. Quote, we have improvements rolling out this week focused on the most serious problems in the game. Login, matchmaking, and server load. End quote. Helldivers 2 production director Alex Boyle said on Discord, quote, You will see one update for PC and PS5. Though, please keep in mind that no single update will solve all the issues. Rather, we will be making continuous improvements over the days and weeks to come. End quote. Scott, they're working on it. Dude, we just have yep. to be patient, right? But again, man, we, it's, it's funny. We just talked about it in the last article about how empty 2024 is. But yet, it started on mm -hmm. fire, man. Like, 2024 has come out with a roaring start. And Helldivers is taking that conversation by storm right now. But can they keep that conversation going? So they were working on the service because why? They want as many people playing to keep that conversation alive. The less people they have playing, that means they're playing other things. They lose money that way, right? It's just not business. That's not how you operate a business. That's not what they want to do. They want to make everybody happy and accommodate. So be, so be patient. <clears throat> they're working on it. Oh, I can't wait till after we get past this and we'll start to get an idea of what future content could look like now that we're past all the technical issues. But hopefully that comes shorter or sooner rather than later. Hopefully. Drew, the new Crazy Taxi game will be a live service with 100 people survival mode, it is claimed. And I hear the collective groan of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This comes from Grant Tellerhill at Insider Gaming. Last year, during the Game Awards, Sega revealed the showcase of titles that are in development or being remade, such as Jet Set and Crazy Taxi. It was subsequently revealed that the team is working on a new Crazy Taxi title, and it's slated to be a AAA game. Now, a leaker by the name of Midori has put a string of social media posts claiming some outlandish things about the new title. It was said that the new Crazy Taxi game will be a live service title, with the 100-person survival mode, and the inspirations for the game are Grand Theft Auto Online uh -huh. and Fortnite. Now, that's an interesting combination, but all right. It, pardon me. On Twitter, Midori posted a few juicy tidbits about the in-development Crazy Taxi title that has been subject of ongoing discussions in recent days. It was claimed that a remake is on the way, and it'll launch alongside a new live service game with elements that'll make it competitive in the modern market. That sounds like loot boxes and microtransactions to me. I'm trying to hold <laughs> in my uh, my worry, but it uh -huh. was also referenced that this will be the case for Jet Set Radio, 
which will also receive a remake of its own before securing a live service reboot. In an exclusive reveal, Midori claims that the reboot will feature shooting elements and will be like Fortnite in its design. It'll reportedly feature an open world concept with a solid focus on exploration <laughs> as the all new story unravels. Now, that sounds exciting in terms of Jet Set, but <clears throat> when we yeah. get into Crazy Taxi now, <clears throat> the idea that this is, well, first of all, I have a little bit of confusion. I'm not certain if this is a full reboot or something new, or the combination of the two. It, it appears to be the combination of the two from what I'm gathering on this. Yeah. Perhaps an online mode to go hand-in-hand hand with the reboot, but this online mode stands to be quite ambitious. A hundred people running around in a map playing Crazy Taxi simultaneously? That could be really interesting, and I'm not so worried about that. Yeah, but I'm not exactly how are we going to interfere with each other? <clears throat> well, yeah, well, so here's the thing. Sega right now is on a reboot. They're looking to reboot a bunch of franchises, and that's where the na like the announcement came last year at the, uh, at the Game Awards. And, dude, it was cool. Like, I saw Golden Axe in there, and I was like, yo, you got to be kidding me. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Like, we're going to get back into some of the old, old titles and bring them all back up to the, today's modern standards. We'll see. It is Sega. They have a different way of making things flow. <laughs> So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, when we get into Crazy Taxi, I think it's a beloved franchise. Dude, I played it way back in the arcade. So like, we'll see where this kind of takes us. And then you offer up what is basically still a hot genre with a battle royale situation going on. And dude, if you can do Tetris 99, I'm pretty sure you can do this as well. So that's a good point, right? Like anything goes in the rise of Fortnite. Who doesn't want that kind of success? I don't think you'll see it with Crazy Taxi, but if you get, oh man, this looks cool. Let's do what Fortnite does, and we'll take somebody else's game idea and put it into ours, then there's that possibility. So we'll see what happens. I think Jet Set Radio has been long gone uh, for quite a while, so to try and bring that back for a new audience and still cater to those, the older fans as well, it's probably a good idea too. And it has to change it up, I think, significantly from where we were back in the day very curious to see what that art style was i can't quite remember because it was a long time ago now since <laughs> since we saw the that initial trailer that sega just released at the game Awards. dude it was almost well i say almost it was just a couple months ago but it, time flies <laughs> so but crazy well, time does fly oh, looking yeah. at crazy taxi the last crazy taxi came out in 2002 it's been that long 22 years later now we're still talking about it yeah it's nuts, right? So the, there is a love. There's a fan base there. Can they captivate those fans, though, and then introduce it to new ones? Because there's a whole other generation of gamers right now that have no idea what Crazy Taxi is. Do they care, Scott? I think is the other question. Scott, we're back from holidays, and there's some cool stuff happening today. What's dropping this week? We have Furnish Master on PC. That sounds very nice. We have Nightingale entering PC Early Access. Uh, significantly not as nice. And we have The Lost Legends of Redwall, the Scout Anthology. And that's on PC, PlayStation 5, and the Xbox Series consoles. I'm a big fan of Redwall myself. Nice. Now to wrap up today's show, everybody, thank you for hanging out with us. As always, this has been ITG Daily, the show that brings you the hottest in gaming news each and every day, Monday to Friday. We'll be back again tomorrow. I'm Drew. That's Scott. And we'll see you inside the game.